Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast on this latest, as on this thirty first of August two thousand and twenty two, uh, episode eight forty five. This is your host, Surreal Gerald Quinn. Um, of course, we are just eight days away from the start of the NFL season. Let's go. Uh, let's get it. Yep. We we basically here. You see, uh, you see a lot of people. You see most of these teams getting down to uh, their 53, 53 man roster. A lot of you know a lot of a lot of quarterbacks are getting cut. <laughs> I've noticed that, but just like like yo, just just bounce, leave. You you just you're not you're not gonna play. So you know you're taking up a spot. So you see that going on. Um, Bills Rams next week. Super Bowl champion Rams host the Super Bowl favorite uh, Buffalo Bills. And as always, to join us, uh, join us, uh, joining me, of course, is one Robert Sapp. Mr. Sapp, how you doing this evening? Doing pretty good. Good to be here with you. Yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm getting excited. Um, you know, the hell with this preseason. I could, again, I haven't been, maybe watched uh, half a quarter of preseason. Um, yeah, I'm ready for the games, the actual games to start. And I was very excited to um, – to preview these these two divisions because to me these are the two best divisions in football. These are the two most intriguing divisions in football. It's all types of star power, all types of star power, with the quarterbacking, with the storylines and narratives and what have you. Uh, we're gonna kick off with the NFC West. Um, of course, team to beat. Uh, to me, I have the Los Angeles Rams as the team to beat. They are, of course are coming off a Super Bowl championship. 12 and 5 last year. They had a great run, of course, to get to the Super Bowl, won that, that excellent game, a great game against uh, Cincinnati uh, by the skin of their teeth. Um, won all, you know, all their games at, uh, went, went, won three straight games to get to the Super Bowl, and of course, finished off and led by, of course, the, the second best player in football. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, Aaron Donald, according to the players. According to, according to the players, the second best player in football, Aaron Donald, who we all, who we all know is the best player in football. Um, and here's, you know, listen, despite um, despite every, despite the schedule and everything, the Rams added Allen Robinson. They lost, of course, uh, Andrew Whitworth to retirement. Um, you have Cam Akers on offense. Of course, you have Cooper Cup, one of the best receivers in football. They added Bobby Wagner. They have 16 to 22 starters coming back. Um, one of the NFL's best coaches. Um, you look at their non-divisional schedule. They have Buffalo, post-Buffalo, host the Cowboys at Tampa Bay, at New Orleans, at Kansas City, host the Raiders, at Green Bay, host the Broncos, and at the Los Angeles Chargers. A brutal schedule. Just an absolute brutal schedule. Uh, and, and it should be. There's defending Super Bowl champions. They won, um, won a division last year. Uh, I have the best case scenario eleven and six, and going to a conference championship. Worst case nine and eight in a wild card. I think they'll make. I think that they're going to make the playoffs. So, um, to me, what uh, what are your thoughts on the Rams going into this year? Yeah, um, you know they're they're locked and loaded. Like like all jokes aside, all how I feel about my team. They're locked and loaded. They're, they're, they will be a worthy defending Super Bowl champion. Um, 
you know, now and forever, it will be about the consistency of Matthew Stafford. Um, yeah, I like. I was trying to think. Do do I really have worries about that receiving core? Not really. Um, and you know, the Rams' offense is pretty pretty much a known quantity at this point in time. So um, it's not like we're going to see anything um, earth shattering from them. But they they will, of course. You would assume they would get better. I mean, they just get better. Um, being, being that it's Stafford's second year. So I, I don't see too much fall off there either. And that defense is stellar. Um, it's just stellar. So um, they're, they're locked and loaded and they're, they're, they're ready to go. And it would just be to your point about that, that schedule. The, the, you know, the, the consistency that is going to be required will be significant. Um, you said eleven and six. That sounds that sounds really right to me. Um, uh, and worst case scenario is, um, so I I I'm looking at worst case scenario. They're second in their division, and they just have the long road to go to Super Bowl and can't 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 maintain that over a period of time. Yeah. Um, listen, they're super. They're, they're definitely Super Bowl contenders. I don't think they're going to repeat. I think it, like in twenty twenty two, this in this age, it's just too to me too hard to repeat parody, uh, injuries, things of that nature with scheduling. It's just too many things have to break for you to repeat. Um, I don't. Th- I think they're a very talented team. I don't, they're not a dominant team. Like you know, we like look at their playoff run last year. They easily could have lost. Three of those games, or they could have lost to Tampa Bay, they could have lost to San Francisco, and of course, easily could have lost to Super Bowl. So they, like, they deserve to win, and I think the right team won last year from that standpoint. But um, I, I, I don't see a repeat. I do think if you're a Ram fan, Rams fan, that you don't worry too much about the regular season from a standpoint. Of, I, I, I would be like, just get me in the playoffs. You know how to win. They know how to win. They have a great culture, excellent coaching, and what have you. I'm just, I just want to get to the playoffs relatively healthy, healthy, and I t- I'll take my chances against anybody in the in the NFC. As far as the bridesmaids, bridesmaid, I have the Arizona Cardinals. Now I know a lot of people are high on San Francisco. I'm not quite there. Arizona last year, of course, eleven was eleven six, lost in the wild card, got embarrassed in the wild card to the Rams, thirty four eleven. They lose uh, Chandler Jones, Christian Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk Hopkins. Of course, is suspended for the first six games. You add Marquise Brown from Baltimore. You return AJ Green, Zach Ertz. Defensively, uh, Buda Baker, you know Isaiah Simmons, Marcus Golden are very good. The question is, you know, with their defense, can they can they stand up against the run? Um, looking at their schedule, they they host Kansas City. They are at they are at Oakland excuse me, Vegas, at Vegas, at Minnesota, host the Chargers, host New England, at Denver, uh, and host um, Tampa Bay. Uh, again, my question is what to expect, what do you expect um, from, uh, again, from Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray and, and Cliff Kingsbury, excuse me, Cliff Kingsbury as a coach, they have fallen off just uh, dramatically in the second half of seasons uh, over the past couple of years. I don't think it's a coincidence. I have them best case 10 and 7, wild card, worst case 8 9, missing the playoffs. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not sold on Arizona, and I think I think I said this before, but if I haven't, I'm not sold on them. Bernard Hopkins being going those first six games is a really big deal. Until proven otherwise, I need to see their offense be effective without him. And to your point, the defense is flashy. They can flash, but consistency against certain elements of offenses, it has been an issue. So I'm 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 more on that eight and nine side. I think San Francisco will end up being more consistent. Got you. Oh, um, like when I first looked at it, I was like, Aaron, and then as I thought about it more, I'm like, mm, nah, I see Arizona as third in the division, a top third, but third. Yeah, I mean, I, could, I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Like, you could, you could flip-flop those I just got to see it. I got to see it be effective. Like, you tell me they're going to be effective without Bernard Hopkins, then then I lean way more your way. I just got to see it. I got to see it. Yeah. No, I, so I totally get it. Uh, I totally understand it. Um, I just, you know, we'll get to San Francisco. I Listen, that, is, that, that was a brutal playoff loss, even though they – you know, we're coming off of years where they weren't making the playoffs and where they had not been a good franchise. That that that, you know, I can understand how that could stick in someone's crawl, watching how they how they just just were just taking apart Kyler Murray's performance, Hopkins out for six games, questions about the coaching and what's going on there, just and some of the stuff that happened in the offseason, even with the Kyler Murray contract, which you know, some quirky stuff with that. So they they're look, you can again you can flip flop them. I I will take I I will just take the fact that Kyler Murray is just a uh, much better player than Trey Lance at this standpoint. From at this point, I don't I don't know what to expect out of Trey Lance. We'll get to that, but I can easily I if you I mean, if San Francisco finished ahead of them, we no one no none of us would be surprised by that. Um, the fifty fifty team that uh, had the forty niners, they of course last year had a great run um, to get to the uh, conference championship. Nearly, uh, nearly got to the Super Bowl. They uh, were ten and seven, lost in conference championship. Played their way into the playoffs. They recently, of course, signed Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo to a one-year deal for next year. Uh, they lost three starters: Kwan Williams, DJ Jones, and, and, and Lakin uh, Lakin Thompson. Trey Lance is going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, they lose Mike McDaniel to Miami. Of course, they still have Kittle and Samuel, who are top players. Elijah Mitchell, the running back, is a very good player. Brendan Brendan Ayuki is a uh, Ayuka is a good excellent receiver. Uh, they are low. They have one of the best front sevens in football. Uh, Bosa, Warner, Warner, and company. They're, that defense is absolutely loaded. They improved the back end with um, they improved the back end with some draft picks um, in terms of uh, the secondary. I I have them. Going, uh, where did I have them? Okay, so I had them best case nine and eight wild card, worst case seven and ten missing playoffs. So it's a pretty big gap from that standpoint. It sounds like you like them more than I do. Hold on, let me get the schedule, not the schedule real quick. Nine divisional games at, at Denver, home to Kansas City, home to the Chargers, home to New Orleans, home to Miami. Home to Tampa at Vegas. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like, like I think when we talked about this with 
with uh, the Rams doing that championship run, I think I didn't have anybody. Um, I don't think I don't think I had anybody else come out of this division. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think so. So um, I want to make it clear: I don't love the Niners, but the Jimmy G signing did change my mind a little bit in that order. On because I remember, like when it was just Trey Lance, I was like, yeah, the Niners third in this division. But Jimmy G does change it because do I believe Trey Lance will be in there all year long? No, I don't. Um, do I believe his hook is very short? Yes, I do. Um, and do I believe they'll be fine putting Jimmy G in there for the purposes of what we're talking about right now, which is making the playoff? Yes, I do. Um, so I, I just trust what the 49ers have built more than what I trust Arizona's built. So however it is, that nine, like, However it is, 10 and 7, 98, that sounds right to me. Um, does that get them into the playoffs? Maybe. Um, do I have any do I have big time conferences in San Francisco, Arizona? No. Um, just a little bit more San Francisco. So we finally get up to the team, get to the team that should be just looking at 2023. Yeah. Um, the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle, of course. Uh, was seven and ten last year. Of course, they lost, uh, traded, traded Russell Wilson to Denver. Um, P. Carroll and John Schneider remain with the team. Uh, Geno Smith it was named the starter. Drew Locke is the backup. You still have excellent players on the outside with Metcalf and Lockett. Rashad Penny's excellent running back. Jamal Adams leads the defense, but not much else. Um, schedule wise, at New Orleans, at the Chargers, home to the Bucks, at the Chiefs. Really, that you know. Tough non-divisional schedule, but it, but it fr- frankly will not matter. No. Uh, best case, I had six and eleven, which might be too high. Worst case, four and thirteen. Yeah, four and thirteen and probably lower than that. To be honest with you. Yeah, this- I don't get a game in that division, and I don't see them beating any of those teams outside of New Orleans. Maybe that's your name. So what's that right there? That's eleven losses right there. Ten losses right there. Um. So, yeah, just no high hopes at all for Seattle. They should be playing for a number one draft pick. No question about it. Um, they're just not. They're just. just there's just not much there um, with the talent. And again, I, I just think that the the Johns. We and I've said this over the course of last season. I think that the John Snyder Pete Carroll era should be over. Like I really, I genuinely believe that it was time for that franchise to to, to move on from that era and really start over again, uh, start fresh. But you know, they had those guys have a lot of equity in terms of what they've done for the franchise. But at some point, it's just you know, it's time to move on. But it, it, it won't matter. They're they're, they're going to finish last in that division and be one of, be one of the worst teams in the NFC or, or, or in that conversation. So we shift to. Where are we going after this year? Don't you learn? Yeah, 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 I guess, yeah, no, it's not, not, not without question. Um, we shift to the AFC West. I think without question, the best division in football. Like this is what there, there's no 2023 team in this division. I had the team to beat uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs last year, of course, were 12 and five, lost in the conference championship, six straight division titles, four straight uh, conference championship uh, appearances. They had the third best Super Bowl odds behind Buffalo. In Tampa Bay, excuse me, they lost, of course, Tyreek Hill traded him, add Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, 
They still have Travis Kelsey, McCole Hartman, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, top five offensive line, and a, you know, a quarterback by you know the name of Patrick Mahomes, of course. Question for them, can they generate a consistent pass rush? They added George Carlefis, eh, decent player. Lost two starters in the secondary. Big big losses, uh, the Honey Badger, and of course, Shaverius Ward. Drafted really heavy, uh, did, some, did some heavy drafting in the terms of the secondary. Look at their schedule uh, at Arizona, at Indianapolis, at Tampa Bay, home to Vegas, home to Buffalo, at San Francisco, home to the Titans, at the Chargers. Uh, well, no, I shouldn't say at the chart. That, that's in that's in uh, in conference in schedule. So let's just say let's just say nine uh, divisional at Arizona, at Indy, at Tampa Bay, um, Buffalo, at uh, San Francisco, at Tennessee, um, and also at uh, at uh, Los Angeles at the Rams. Best case, I had them eleven and six conference championship. Worst case, ten and six and making a wild card. I don't see a situation where they don't make the playoffs. What are your thoughts on the on the Chiefs as they try to get back to the Super Bowl? The the Chiefs are the stand. They're just there to stand. And so, uh-huh. in order to do anything you want to do, you have to go through the Chiefs. Now, what that does mean for them is that everybody in their division is gunning for them in the biggest way. So they, they're going to get everybody's A-plus game. They're just going to get everybody's A-plus game. They're used to it, and so it's just more, and their division is tougher. And so um, I do not think they can repeat that record this year. Um, so what you say, 11 and 6? Six. Six, that feels about right which then puts them in a more vulnerable position in the in the playoffs. And so I, I agree with you. I think I think I smell a divisional round loss for the Chiefs this year. But they do make the playoffs. Absolutely. For the bridesmaids, I have the LA Chargers. They were nine and eight last year. They just missed the playoffs on of course that wild game against the uh, Raiders. Um they have the six best Super Bowl odds, top five off- offensive line, um, top five offense from last year, bottom half in terms of defensively. Of course, the heat is on Brandon Staley um, to do something with this with this loaded roster. You have Justin Herbert, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Uh, they are loaded offensively with guy with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Eckler. Uh, you add Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson, of course, we know how good the offensive line is. Very good, uh, top secondary. Derwin Williams uh, Jr. Derwin James Jr. Uh, Derwin James Jr. With, and Williams and um, uh, J.C. Jackson, of course. Joey Boats is, one, is a, developed to a top pass rusher. Uh, looking at their schedule, at Cleveland, at San Francisco, at Arizona, home to Miami, home to the Titans, at Indianapolis, home to the Rams, um, I had them best case uh twelve and five um division around worst case ten and seven wild card. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. Uh, so at this point I'm just gonna be honest. Like I have no clue. I have no clue. I, I think like what as you were talking, I was trying to think about out of the three teams remaining. 
who do I trust more? And so um, this, this is not going to answer the question directly right now. I'm, I'm processing kind of real time. Um, I, I think I'm just going to have to put Denver last just because I don't know what it looks like. Not, not, not because I don't think it's going to be good. And I'm not so very, very intrigued by them. Um, so, uh, so then it becomes, who do I trust between the Raiders and the Chargers? I mean, I love Justin Herbert. I love Justin Herbert. And I think the only deciding factor in this is that I want um, Peyton, Sean Payton to be their coach because um, I, I love that for them. Um, so, uh, so I say that to say um, I – it's hard to pick. Yeah. Um, I, I, lo I love the Chargers. I do. Um, and and I, I think Herbert is ready to take that that next leap. Um, I think it was a bad case in their mouth losing to the Raiders in the last game, not making the playoffs. I agree with you. They absolutely do make the playoffs. I'm talking myself into the Chargers. Um, and so without really analyzing the schedule like that, um. 10 and 7, 11 and 6 sounds sounds about right, and they'll be battling out for the Chiefs for that top spot in the division. This is a legit top three, top five NFL roster. Like, from they really don't I, have. I, I really I like the Chargers. They, 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 they really they they don't have any visible weaknesses. They are. They have. So it's not even about the talent. It's just going to be about Brandon Staley to me. Like what his evolution, his development as a as a as a coach. The talent, I, I would I, I would put their roster against any roster in the league. To be honest with you, and feel good about it. Um, I really like the Chargers. I do. They yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. Question is again, can they? You know, can listen. The Chargers, you know, the Chargers have had you know last. 15 20 years of just losing a bunch of close games and you know that that's you know that time that seeps into your culture so can they shift that culture of losing all these close games um and you know of course they've never look as good as philip rivers is he's not justin herbert so that that you have the quarterback that can really has a chance to be one of the best quarterbacks in this league and, 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 a, and a generational talent so that's the best thing that you can say about the Chargers in terms of the reason why you, if you feel like they can shift and completely change their uh, what they what their recent history has been, um, fifty fifty team, uh, the Denver Broncos last year they were seven and ten, um, lost a few close games. Uh, this year, of course, they have a new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. They have the eighth best Super Bowl odds. They brought in, of course, Russell Wilson, uh, one of the winningest quarterbacks in the last decade. Um, they've had 11 starting quarterbacks since Peyton Manning retired. Great skill position players, Sutton, Judy, Melvin Gordon. Um, they, you talk about, uh, they add, they tried to upgrade the offensive line with Williams, Javante Williams, and, with Billy and Billy Turner. I mean, with Billy Turner and Javante Williams is the running back. They had one of the best running back duos in the league, uh, Williams and Gordon. Um, you know, top 10 defense last year, third in points allowed, add Randy Gregory. Look at their schedule, non-divisional, 49ers host. They host 49ers, host Indianapolis, at Baltimore, host Arizona. 
Best case, 10 and 7, wild card. Worst, 9 and 8, missing the playoffs. Um, they're going to be one of these teams that's going to be in a bunch of games um, over the course of the season. They're going to play some wild games. What are your thoughts on the uh, Denver Broncos? Yeah, it kind of crystallized in my mind as you were as you were talking. What my me- I forgot about my measuring stick. My measuring stick is is what te- what teams concern me versus the Bills. And um, when I, of course, Chiefs problem, Patrick Mahomes problem, problem. That that goes without saying. Um, and then I was thinking, I do not want to see the Chargers in the playoffs. That game, that stresses me out, thinking about that. Then when I think about these two teams, doesn't stress me out. Um, and I think in both cases, it's going to be how quickly it comes together. Um, and because there are just, there are a lot of new pieces in prominent positions. And in Denver's case, it's the most prominent position um, where they have the newest piece. Um, and so, uh, but Russell Wilson's a winner. He knows how to win. Um, so, uh, so it, the, I had, like I said, I have to default them even behind the Raiders because I just don't know what it looks like yet. No one knows what it looks like, honestly, um, in live game play. And so until we see it on a consistent level, we'll just, I'll just have to be forced to reevaluate it then. But as of right now, I'm going to say my level of concern for them against the Bills will be very minimal. Um, and um, and because I just don't know what it's going to look like, I can't even put them over the Raiders. So I'm going to go with the, the lower end of that. Would you say seven and nine? Uh, worst case, I had them nine and eight. Nine and eight, yeah. And missing the playoffs, though. Yeah, I might flip that to eight and nine. Got you. Yeah, Denver's gonna be a fascinating team. Again, I look at I don't think they I'm looking at their roster, like very good roster. I don't think they have a lot of holes, which kind of yeah. they, they really don't have any a lot of visible holes, to be honest with you. Um so they're gonna be a very interesting team and they're gonna be, you know, a, obviously a pain in the ass to deal with uh over the course of the season. Um get to the Raiders as the other fifty fifty team. Uh, of course, I, you could easily flip, flip both either one of these teams. It's not, this is not disrespect to the Braves, of course. Lost to Cincinnati in a wild card game, which didn't get talked about a lot as a game that they actually, you know, really could have won. Uh, there were so many wild games in the playoffs, uh, you know, so it kind of got lost in the shuffle. The play, they didn't forget about it. They sure didn't forget. They sure oh. didn't forget about it. No, no, not at all. Uh, 16th best Super Bowl odds. They're over and under. Despite that, the over and under is still 10, is 10 and a half. Ooh, Ooh, I, like, I actually would like to take some money on this. I didn't know they were 16. Yeah, wow. 16. That's that's not that's that's you know, you're a bad man. That's, that's, right there. that's not bad at all. Not at all. Um new general manager, new head coach, McDaniels, Dave Ziegler. Uh they add, of course, the trade to get to Devontae Adams to the Packers. We know Devontae Adams is pound for pound probably the best receiver in football. Um Chandler Jones, they they add him uh as well. They have a just Phenomenal offense. I mean, you talk about Devontae Adams, Waller, Renfro, Josh Jacobs, uh, even without, you know, Henry Ruggs, who, you know, who we will not see anytime soon. They, you know, they still have a, again, a, a very, a, a top flight offense. We know the quarterback is, is a, is a pro world caliber player, very good player. Um, they, now defensively, of course, is where you'll have question marks with Crawford. Now, Crosby, of course, is a tremendous player. Chandler Jones will help out, help out a lot. 
Uh, looking at their looking at their schedule, home to Arizona, at Tennessee, at New Orleans, home to Indianapolis, at the Rams, home they, to they oh, added hold on, hold on. defensive backfield too. What'd you say? I said they added in the defensive backfield too. Yes, yes. No, they did. They did definitely upgrade that as well. Home to New England, home to the 49ers. I had them best case ten and seven, worst case nine and eight, just missing the playoffs. Yeah, I lean towards more towards the ten and seven. Um, everything you said was accurate, and then um, they they added onto their defense as well. Um, so, but the the defensive players because they got the um, was it Joseph, the boy from New England, um, Jonathan Joseph. Yeah, I think right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, they they added Pro Bowl caliber um defensive back. As well as um, as the top fight because of the end, so they 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 at, they think they're very close. Um, along with Javon Walker, oh not Javon Walker, um, Devontae Adams on um on offense. Um, they're stacked and they're ready to go. It's just how how quickly it comes together. Um, and how, how honestly how everybody's coaching compares to Reed's. Um, because Kansas City has the best coaching division, so. Yeah, it, and that's best coach, best best quarterback. I I lived that life for a long, long time. So it is. It's that is that's a powerful combination to to over to get over. So um, so those those are the Raiders' flaws. Just how how soon things can come together for them. You know, uh, with all in all cases, none of us can predict injuries. So we're taking injuries off the table. Um. They 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 have an excellent team. They have an excellent team. What it's, it's how close does it? How soon does it come together? Um. So, what are your thoughts on this division overall? Like, what what do you expect? Bloodbath. Bloodbath. Right. Bloodbath. Just uh, absolutely. How many? Bad. So you said you think minimum three. Two, minimum two. Three. You said three teams make the playoffs. Three playoff. coming out. Yeah, okay. three. Okay. We come out here. So Buffalo, let's say Buffalo, Cincinnati, yeah, Baltimore. You can do. You can do. Uh, you can do. No, I have. See me, and you. When we talked about Cincinnati, I I actually had Cincinnati falling further than you, right? Um, and 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 so I have three come out this division. So seven playoff teams. I think division winners, yep. And then two come from the uh oh wait, there's seven. That's right. Seven can make it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's how um that's how Cincy gets in. That's right. Yep. Yeah, this is gonna be a must see division. I'm I'm gonna be glued to this division um from the start. Uh I, I just think all the games are gonna be just ridiculous. Um, I love this the, just the overall talent. Because all, all these teams in the division believe they can go to the Super Bowl. You don't yes. make moves and do the things you did if that's if that Denver believes it's a Russell Wilson away from the Super Bowl. Yes. That's simple. You they, know, so, um uh who the can't can't I'm we didn't even talk about uh did we talk about Khalil Mack and Joy Bosa? Yeah, we did. Thing? No, we did, yeah, no, we did. Okay, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean like like you know, um and Raiders, like you just don't make these moves if you're like, nah, we're the Super Bowl, nah, 
Uh, like I said to you way early on, I was like, Denver set off the, the, they set off the arms race because everybody else said, nope, you're not skipping this line. We were next. No, no, no. And so everybody armed up. So that's what's going to make this such an amazing year. All four of these teams believe they can win the Super Bowl. Legitimately believe it. Yeah, they. That's not no. That's what I question. Plus, we talked about the chip on your shoulder. You look at you look at each one of these teams. Kansas City coming off a bad loss in the conference championship. You look at the history of the, the Chargers. Hey, you know everybody said calling them losers. You look at Russell Wilson. People saying that he's falling. You know, some people saying that he's falling off. Not the same player. And of course, the Raiders. Of course, pissed off by how they lost. So all these teams come in with just ridiculous motivation to even more so than normal. I know they're professional, they're professional players. That guys, they're guys are gonna be motivated. But but you look at this division as a whole. All those teams are gonna have a chip on their shoulder, like a bit and a big one at that. Um, so definitely looking forward to those two divisions. Um, we are going to uh, get to shift gears and get to uh, questions for Sat. Now we're going to, we're going to roll out a a a, uh, a segment. At, during the regular season, and I'll just give it to you right now: stock up and stock down. But Robert Sapp, what NFL team that is under the radar is what NFL team that is under the radar stock that you're buying right now? Yeah, um, I I I think the uh, the Indianapolis Colts are a team that stress me out when I think about them. Um, all they need is solid quarterback play. Um, that that running game is significant. It's significant. Um, and um, and they play very good defense. Um, and as you know, that offensive line is a beast. Um, so uh, that that's the team that I think, because we're not, everybody's unclear how much Matt Ryan has under the, in, left in the tank, deservedly so, and the fact that they switch quarterbacks all the time, um, that the, all those are valid concerns, and that's why they're under the radar. But all they need is consistent quarterback play, and that team is just dangerous all the time, all the time. They're very, they're a very scary team because um, they can from from in terms of the at the point of attack, they can match up with anybody. Like they really can. Um, that like you said, the running game, the defensive line. They're very physical. They 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 yeah they are they are they. Yeah, they can. No one's. You're not going to push them around. It's not going to happen. And they're they're and they're built for the postseason. They and they their game can travel like they and because like, always with the running game as well. That defense is just well rested. Yes, there's yep. the same shit in Tennessee. It's what they can always pull off. Um, uh, they can just always pull off amazing feats with that defense in the fourth quarter because they just are more rested than your defense. They've just been on the field less. What is your number one storyline going into this season? Yeah. Um, it's the Buffalo Bills. It's only <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. I mean, like, that's just facts. Look at the schedule. Yep. Look at where we're positioned. That's just facts. Um, it is can Josh Allen overtake Patrick Mahomes as being the best quarterback? In the in the in the um in the NFL, uh, 
you know, all of the things that will stress me out and make me a crazy person are all the things that have the potential for this season to be um, the, the, for the Bills to be the top storyline. Um, you know, who's the number one in two teams, uh, Vegas-wise, who go odds to win the Super Bowl? Uh, Buffalo and Tampa Bay. Who's on the other side of Buffalo? Who's their quarterback? You know what, Tom Brady, yeah. Yep. Have the Bills ever be have the Bills ever won a Super Bowl? No, they have not. Buffalo beats Tampa, Tom Brady for their first Super Bowl win. Wow. Game set match. Got you. Yep. Now that that makes me sick to my stomach to imagine that, but that's that. There you go. That will be a perfect storybook ending. That'll be a perfect ending. Will be a perfect ending. Uh, what about um? All right, so we're gonna shift gears a bit. I again, I have no problem with the number one storyline. Um, I'll also take Dallas for the for the second. In, in terms of what? Like, come on, now. you just, you just Dallas, said, I think you said Dallas and you told me you would take oh beating down. Okay, I thought you were yeah, taking yeah. like as a storyline. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. No, no. Yeah, beating down is a super. Yeah, that, that I'm sure you would. Yeah, would, would love that. Yeah, as you should. Um, I'm just talking about storyline wise. You know, Dallas is just Dallas. Right. And Dallas and Ubo and us drumming them. That that that's uh, that's your number one storyline. We're gonna shift gears a bit, get into a little bit of music. Um, it's been a wonderful summer of hip hop. Um, hip hop is like especially this last month, uh, last month to six weeks. Um, the JID album, Joey Badass, the game, all those could be, you know, in the in the conversation for albums that uh, albums of the year. A lot of people like Denzel Curry's album. Um, you know, of course, you had Kendrick earlier earlier in the, in, in the summer, the beginning of the summer, or a little before that. It's a great time for hip hop right now from that standpoint. I which made me think about. What is your criteria for an album of the year candidate? What what, what are you looking for? Uh, So, an album you didn't say is Black Thought. And so, Black Thought's album is out. Absolutely. And it's it's not even close. But that's my personal opinion. And um, it would never, ever be a popular one. Um, And so, um, my criteria, I feel like, is different from a lot of people's criteria because it's more about what it sonically sounds like. And feels like, um, in terms of like the cadence of the, you know, the the lyricist, and of course it has to be a great lyricist. We not, I'm not, I'm not playing those games or anything else. Um, so it has to be a top lyricist, and so then it becomes about sonic, sonically how it sounds. And the one thing that I loved about what I heard with the Black Thought um, and Danger Danger Mouse album is not for one single solitary second did it sound like. Um, uh, Danger Mouse, the producer, sent Black Thought a beat and Black Thought just rhymed over it separately. They got into the lab together and created an entire album. Um, and so my criteria would be would be that. That it needs to, to sonically meld um, and not sound any part separate. So right now I think I have J.I.D. Um, as the best album I've heard this year. And of course, it's very close. Um, I'm listening to this album. 
went through it, especially really went into it last weekend. Um, and it it is it checks off all the just boxes. You're talking about no, I'm not skipping any songs. Uh, the it's just like it's, it's I mean it it is it, it's pure hip hop. Like it, it goes beyond right. It is absolutely pure hip hop to me. The features are on point. Um, and there's and one of my criteria for album year is what tracks or am I constantly going to over and over again, even if I don't listen to that whole album over and over again. And it has at least three to five tracks that I will constantly go to playing again and again and again and again and standing the test of time. Like, I, you know, it's been out for a couple of weeks now. You know, certain albums you listen to for, you know, a short amount of time. You're like, all right, it's cool. Even good, even very good albums. But an album of the year, you can go through that. You can get, you can always go back to it and at least... I would, I would go hard for it, go hard for it for like a month uh, in my book. So that that's my kind of criteria for album year. You have to have multiple tracks that I'm willing to go back to, like go back uh, to over and over again, and at least a minimum of a month to where I'm going. I'm constantly uh, listening to it, despite other albums coming out. Other albums coming out. Uh, again, been a great summer for hip hop. It really has been. Um, and, and non-stop so and really something for everybody like all, all types of whatever type of different t- styles of hip-hop to be honest with you so um the album of the year race is, is wide open um there'll be some certainly some more still a lot of time still a few months left in the year uh maybe Nas comes out you know king's is another king's disease uh, but right now it's, 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 it's been a great uh been a great year a great summer in particular um for the uh, uh for uh for hip hop. Uh biggest disappointment I had two people sharing this and, and folks this is not aimed at Russell uh Westbrook. It just so happens some comments were made about him that just um just kind of tweaked me a lot. Um so I had the Lakers just this whole, and really, I could put the Lakers as the biggest disappointment of summer. The Lakers have gotten to a point to me where they are just a train wreck, a complete train wreck shit show. And this is like, you know, it's think about this, folks, right? People from 2010 up until now, it's 2022, right? They've won two championships, okay? They've only been. In that same time period, there have only been a handful of franchises that have won more championships in that during that same time period. Golden State has like has four. Miami, uh, Miami has two. Um, and that's about it. But despite that, it does is they've been so bad and so poorly run. It doesn't those I, like I don't even that twenty twenty championship. Yeah, it counts. But it just I, you can't. I haven't been able to even enjoy it because it's always about something that is not pertinent to basketball with the Lakers. It's like you want your franchise in twenty twenty two, sports wise, to be, I think, quiet and steady. 
the Lakers are loud and wrong. And that's where, like, that's they. It's more. It's just more style than anything, or more. It's just you know, constantly oh chatter about oh Lakers is yeah they're relevant. They're as relevant as they as they've ever been. If people if people talk about them, but that's not, that's not equating to what how the direction of the franchise. And then you know, there's a Sam Amick article in uh, Athletic. I would encourage anybody to you know, to check it out. It's very well, well written by Sam Amick. Uh, he does good stuff with uh, with the athletic in terms of Lakers. And you have Jeannie Buss saying that Westbrook, first of all, she said that Westbrook was, last year was their best player, okay, which anybody with two eyes would be, would say, would look at that and be like, that's, you're just, that's just insanity. Amick gave her an opportunity to walk it back after the article or after the interview was like, hey, you sure did Am I like? Are you sure you want to? Is this sure you? Are you sure you want to say this? Are you? Is this what you're sticking with? And then she was like, "Well, um, I guess I could say that he's been the most consistent. That he was the most consistent because he played in 78 games. LeBron played in 59. AD played in what, wherever 40. Even with that being said, that's still insane. That's still an insane statement. But that that is where the Lakers are at right now." Uh, I remember when people used to just destroy Jim Buss to pieces, and rightfully so. But I don't. Has Jeannie Buss been that much better? <laughs> like, I mean, I know they got the, again. They got the championship in twenty twenty, so you have to automatically say yes from that standpoint. Standpoint, but it is again. They are right now. They are one of the worst one one franchises in the league. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the Lakers situation right now? That's your squad, bro. Just, you just gotta. That's your squad. That's your squad. You know, you, you um. I laugh at the Lakers. Oh, you love it. Oh no, I know you. You love. No, I, 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 I laugh at them, and so. And you love this too. That, you, that love, is, you love this. That the Lakers mean so little to anything. Um, and that's the best part. So, sure, sure. All this trash because, as you said, that's been your franchise. And so, yeah, deal with it. <laughs> that's them. That's who you are and who you will be for a very, very long time. No question. I mean, no, yeah. there's no two ways about it. Uh, I wasn't going to get on John, John Gruden, but you, before we got on the podcast, even – before they even got home, you had a little gripe to pick with the NFL players in terms of their top 100 rankings. What You want to get some thoughts of that? No, I mean, I said, I said everything that, that I was saying on, on the text chain. Right. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it was more like in the moment of what, what it was that I was, I was looking, looking at and you know that didn't that didn't make sense, but but it's it's not the show itself is not worth getting mad at. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of over that. Let me read you a John Gruden quote. Um, of course, anybody doesn't know John Gruden once back in the NFL. Here's the quote: um, "I'm ashamed about what has come about in these emails, and I'll make no excuses for it." He said. It's shameful, but as a but I am a good person. I believe that. I go to church. I've been married for thirty one years. I've got three boys, 
three great boys. I still love football. I've made some mistakes, but I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody here has it. And I just ask for forgiveness, and hopefully, I'll get another shot. What, what are your thoughts on that? Uh yeah, BS. Can you just go away? Like, and again, dude, you. <laughs> Yeah, of course we know it's bullshit, but it's it's like, bro, when if somebody tells me I'm a good person, I, I my antennas immediately go, "Are you?" Like it, it is like just go away. Like I, I don't, I don't. You got you have a ton of money from Monday Night Football and from the Raiders, which you you know, which you you know, which they were stupidly decided to give you, but whatever. I I don't I don't need to be here. I don't need to hear from John Gruden ever. Like I I don't I don't want to just. Just getting on your hands and knees and pleading for a job and blah blah. No, I'm sorry. I, I just don't. I, I I did not need to hear that in my in my sports uh, world when I saw that when I saw this article and it, it just it, it was like what are we what are we doing here? If somebody gives you a job, cool. That'll be that that'll be that you know you know that'll be their franchise's ass. But to sit up here and just make it seem like it's almost like he it was. It was like he was not so much a victim, but like, hey, you know, everybody deserves forgiveness and blah. Like, no, dude, you fucked up. Say some, say some dumb shit. Deal with these consequences and keep and and, and be and be paid. By the way, it's not like the your money is not. It didn't hurt your money. Like it's embarrassing, but it didn't like it didn't affect your money. So like, I, I just need him. I just need John Gruden just to shut the hell up. Just shut up. So that. You know, that was that. Um, of course, this podcast is brought to you by All Calculated Measures. Just got some new merch from, of course, Adrian McDonald. Adrian McDonald, shout out to him. Robert Sapp, we are, again, a week away from the uh, – Any? do you have any winners of the week? I, oh, what would you say? Do you have any winners of the week? Anybody who won the week for you? Oh, no, I. Okay. We're, okay. Not the, we're not back to the sports yet. We're, I'm just going to say I got really excited when I started seeing the week one previews. I was like, okay, all right, we're back. We're back. This feels good. So, you know, there's, you know, once, once the season starts, this is going to be a million things to talk about. No question about it. No question about it. Uh, certainly, certainly looking forward to it. As always, thanks to one Robert Sapp for joining us. I will see you next time. All right, sir. See you in a little bit. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. This is your, this is your Real Deal Podcast with Sir Real Joe Quinn. Of course, join. This podcast will be up before the, before the night is, at the end of the night, certainly to, uh, before tomorrow morning. Have a great, great rest of your evening. So long. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.